Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Relief and Relatability. I will be your host, Emery. If you follow me on social media, some of you may know me as Emery Nicole. That is my social media handle on Instagram. Um, and we're just going to like get straight into it. So I know the questions will probably be, Emery, didn't you have another podcast? What happened with Free Game? What's going on with that? Um, so we're going to address th- that portion first, and then we'll get into the good stuff on rela- relief and relatability. So I finished, well, technically I didn't finish, but when I was doing free game, that was more catered towards, um, entrepreneurship and feeling like I was responsible in a sense, like responsible for educating Black people, um, mainly entrepreneurs, um, and just getting information out to Black people. And I didn't realize that, of course, until that season was over. Um, But it was, I think it was right after the episode I filmed with Casey, and it was called Doing It Scared. And that's when my transition period began to start. It was like maybe around March sometime. And I'm the type of person if I really like to operate in the flow. Like I'm always very in tune with myself or in my seasons. Um, And sometimes if it's not within that season, maybe shortly after. Um, But if I feel like I have to force in, or something, or if whatever I'm doing, relationships overall, like just whatever, if I feel like it's being forced or it's not operating at a flow, or you know, just and when we all know what a flow means, um, I begin to kind of ask myself some tough questions and you know, really ask myself, is this serving me and is this fully serving? my audience. And then also with free game, my audience was very kind of general. It wasn't like, it, it wasn't like a niche type of audience. Like you understand who you're trying to target, the age group. It was kind of just like, it was, it was like loosely formed in a sense. And so after that, after fil- filming, um, doing it scared, I was like, damn, what do I want the next episode to be? And I just, I was like, I, I don't want to force it. And I was just also checking in with myself to see like what my spirit was telling me. And I was like, I don't have anything right now and I'm not going to force anything. And of course, like, you know, thoughts came up because we all deal with our own thought patterns and I was asking myself, like, did you jump into this too soon? Maybe if you would have forecasted a few more episodes out, you wouldn't be here. You know, just a lot of that. But underneath everything that I was thinking about as it pertained to that podcast, I I wasn't feeling it. And I didn't know why I wasn't feeling it, but I knew that feeling was just enough for me to hit the pause button. Um, So, of course, like naturally like within my flesh um i was torn between like you know people asking me when is the next episode coming out or i know you're uh i know you have your podcast do you know what you're going to do with that and although it felt um just 
a little, un not even uncomfortable, but it was just like, I know what I'm dealing with internally, but I don't know how to present this to people or even speak on it right now. So I would just say, yeah, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm gonna get to it or whatever um, response I would give in that time. But I was torn between honoring myself and what I knew to be true and also going between being consistent for my listeners and for content creation and everything. And I was glad that I listened to myself because I did. I, the last thing I want to do is be performative. Like I, everything that I do, it has to resonate with me. I like to be an, uh, not like to be, I am an authentic individual and anything that causes me or is like rooted in me performing for the sake of something, I, it just doesn't sit well with me. And I couldn't muster up the strength to record another episode knowing damn well, I was like, I don't think my heart is fully invested in this right now. And I just had to honor those feelings. And I'm so proud of myself. And I'm so grateful that I did that because had I not I would not be able to bless y'all with this beautiful masterpiece called Relief and Relatability. And at that point in time, like, uh, and I'm referencing Free Game, I thoroughly enjoyed, you know, recording. I, I love everything about podcasting. I love being able to use my voice because I know there is so much power in my voice. I know my power to influence and impact beautiful black women. And I just organically fuck with that. I just, I fuck with everything that a podcast has to offer. Um, but in doing that, I was just like, is this sustainable? Like what does free game the podcast, Free Game with Emery Nicole, what did that look like for season two, for season three? And I'm like very much a forward thinker, sometimes too forward, and we're working on that. Um, but I had to think about how that was serving me. Um, and I just didn't, and I, honestly, like I was running out of ideas or coming up with creative content because that shit wasn't just flowing organically. <laughs> and can't nobody tell me about me but me. I'm checked in with who I am. And for me to even say this, it ain't even no slight to me. I just understood that was my lesson I learned. And it was a beautiful process because I have been in a, a the most beautiful transition that I feel I've experienced in my life. Um, and we all go through transitions. We go through transitions with um, work. We go through transitions with friends, relationships, like the your you know your girlfriend or your boyfriend, your husband, your wife. We go through transitions internally. Um, and I knew that I was on the cusp of like experiencing something different, but I really didn't know what to expect. The only thing I knew to do is what felt familiar, and that was just to follow my intuition and you know that hey, Emery, this isn't right right now. Let's pause. And so also in that time, like my husband's grandmother passed away, you know, there's a bunch of things going on. And also we had moved out of my mom-in-law's house because we were staying there for some time to just, you know, clean credit up, save up for a home. And then in the process of searching for a home and about to start um, applying for mortgages, Raleigh's real estate market is like at a 
out of control right now. So we were just, we just had a lot, lot of things going on. And the furthest thing from my mind at that point in time was putting out content for the podcast. Um, but it just, I couldn't like, it, it, I just couldn't like get away from it. It just would not settle in my spirit because I was still, you know, again, me referencing, I'm forward thinking and I would still be sitting there like, girl, what are you going to do? Are you going to just stop here and like pick up season two um, and at the end of the summer or in the fall, like, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, shit, I don't know. I like, I really don't know. And I wasn't afraid to say um, that I didn't know. I just, I just trusted that what transition space that I was in and I'm still currently in um, would lead me to where I'm supposed to be. So we have that settled and your girl and your boy, your boy, I'm referencing Desmond, my husband, but we moved and I just love where we are. Um, So in addition to us moving, I have been doing a lot of healing, like deep healing. Um, I started personal therapy in January of 2021 that had been on my mind heavy in 2020. Um, and I was like, I'm going to make that a priority. Like, I really want to talk some shit through. I really want to get myself together as a person just because, you know, I'm raising girls, beautiful black girls, and I have a husband and a lot of what we carry of our own affects everything around us. And I'm not afraid to just do what I need to do for myself. And so I've been in therapy and that has been such a blessing. And I've just been exploring, you know, a lot of who I am, asking myself a lot of questions, assessing why I do the things I do and in all of that. And, and I hope I'm not sounding all over the place. I honestly don't feel like I am, but follow me. So before therapy, I was already doing some form of internal healing. Like I was, um, just wanting to love myself genuinely, accept my body, um, because this was around the time after I had Harley um, and she was like one. So, you you know, all my moms out there who've had babies, like we already know what that shit is like with a postpartum body and everything. And I really put my feet to the fire and I was making some declarations and affirmations out loud in the mirror to myself. And I was just releasing. And I told God, I was like, you know, I want to be able to love wholeheartedly what I see in the mirror. Like I want to embrace every aspect of my body. This is weight on, you know, even though I may feel like it's not ideal or like when I'm at my best, I'm not even going to say I'm my best when I'm like, you know, like, Ooh, you a baddie, honey. Like I want to be able to embrace and love who I am through and through. And I had to get to the nitty gritty of that shit. So 2020, it was just a lot of time of me figuring out, you know, Emery um, and loving Emery and loving Emery's body and Emery's voice, Emery's teeth, the way Emery talks, the way Emery walks. Um, And in doing that, it was just like, I, I like fell in love with myself. And a lot of people would ask me, um, 
when I, I don't, was it, you know, it was a few people at the time, like, you're losing weight, you're looking good, what you doing? And like, I knew ultimately, like the real reason why I was losing weight, because I definitely feel that when you begin to heal um, and just check in with yourself, a lot of shit falls off of you. Um, and hell, I think my weight was in that category as well. Like I began to appreciate myself. Um, I've kind of, I still, you know, we still kind of eat stuff. We ain't got no business sometimes, but I wanted to develop a healthier relationship with food and think about what I was putting in my body. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm conscious about my eating. I could absolutely be a little better, but I know that some of the changes that I made with my relationship with food absolutely helped that. Um, so that just all of those things helped me love myself. So when, you know, me mentioning that I was in, uh, I started therapy in January of 2021, which is still currently 2021. <laughs> um, the process just kind of became, I want to say easier, but there was much better cohesion. Um, and in loving myself and embracing myself, I began to explore myself. I began to explore a lot of things um, that were laying dormant within me that I just did not even know, like I truly enjoyed. Um, and we, we're going to get into that on a few episodes, just about how things tend to lay dormant or just me sharing my own um process with that. Um, so yeah, like I just really began to explore things and I was like, yo, I'm, I'm really more of a creative than what I fully recognize. Uh, and I just kind of looked at my patterns growing up or how I was just attracted to artsy things. Like in middle school, I took, uh, an art court, well, art elective and I'm really good. Well, then I was, I haven't picked up any, um, pastels lately but like I would chart like uh draw with charcoal pastels like I remember my grandmother loves poinsettias so for Christmas I like did a um a pastel drawing or with these charcoals and I believe she still has it in her house to this day I gifted it to her for Christmas and I was in seventh grade and just that's one example but you know just thinking about overall um how I'm just a creative person. I I wanted to I wanted to embrace that and I wanted to express that. I wanted to like share that with people. Um and so I just kind of dug into stuff that I like. And I really like if you follow me on Instagram on my uh personal page, I truly enjoy creating content and the space where I am now is I kind of want to take the limits off, like as far as my own limiting beliefs as to what I can do and how I can create um, and just explore it. And then I've just been heavy into meditation. Like, y'all, I, when I say sis been getting her life over here, I've been truly been getting my life. Um, I've been meditating. I've been meditating almost like a year now. Um, my mother-in-law introduced that to me. And when that just like fully took me to a totally another place that allowed me to love myself and go to a judgment-free place and silence my thoughts and receive messages from God and the rest of my spiritual team. Because baby, like when I say meditation is that girl, like meditation is that girl. So I have like a full-blown morning routine, meditating. I'm still in therapy. 
I was in therapy weekly. Now I'm down to bi-weekly. Um, and I'm just really like conscious. I did a lot of like shedding a lot of dead weight in this transition, like from clothes to things that just don't serve me to assessing relationships around me. And that stuff is real, y'all. Like truly pay attention to how you're evolving as a person and take inventory of what is around you. Because sometimes we may not, and myself included, recognize why we're stagnant or why we feel like we can't really shake some things. And I was just like, okay, let me assess everything. And in trimming and pruning all of you know the dead weight that was visible to me, I began to feel lighter. I noticed like certain blessings and things coming to me with ease at a faster rate um, and cutting off some relationships. Like that's opened up doors of me reconnecting with people I, you know, just (laughs) did not expect. And these relationships are everything my soul needs. Um, And that is something to think about. Like when you get in that space of doing what you need to do for yourself and showing up for yourself, and then when you're able to receive truly what your soul and your heart needs, it hits completely different and it becomes easier. I would say for me, easier for me to be like, no, I'm good. Or "Mm, it's time for you to go. Your season is up. You know, it's, and it's so crazy because before even doing all of that, I would be in my head like, oh, I wonder how this person would feel. Or I wonder like, if I do this, what is the response from that? And I just had to tell myself, hey, hey, at the end of the day, who you going to choose? You going to choose you <laughs> or you going to continue to say yes to all these other things that's not serving you and you just like crumbling and being depleted in the process. And I just couldn't do that shit. Like, so here I am with this bomb ass podcast and I will say that when did when did it come to me to do this? Maybe a month and a half, two months ago. And I'll tell you if I can remember in detail, um, it happened right when I was done with meditation. And um, I was just thinking about like, I like to speak a lot. I like to talk a lot. Um, But I have a lot. I have, I feel like I have a lot to share as it pertains to life and wisdom, just because I my stories included in the women around me who I talk to through my clients, girlfriends, you know, people you meet. And I was like, I would love it if somebody was like, you know, just sharing their life journey or just have a regular random ass conversation. It's not going to be too random on here. Um, Just about going through life and embracing yourself and finding your community or, you know, just being a black woman in America, period. Okay. (laughs) So, um, the idea came to me and I just knew it was right because like literally right when I was done and I thought about the podcast, a blue jay flew past my window and I was like, okay, God, here you go. Here you go. So (laughs) I started looking up what blue jays represent spiritually. Um, And I was just like, oh, shit, like, I know this is what I'm like, I really need to be doing. 
And when I say like the ideas for this podcast, how I wanted the cover art, um, just everything came so easily. Like I was like, that's how I was able to compare this process, like this process prepping for the podcast compared to free game. And I was like, oh yeah, this is absolutely what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause like with free game, y'all, it was like hella technical difficulties before the drop took place. I had lost, um, like my hard drive had like stopped working. This was like a day or two before I was about to put the shit out. It was like a bunch of stuff. And even then I was like, it's some friction going on because like, maybe this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. But I was just like, hey, oh, we here, we're going to roll with it and we just going to see. Um, so yeah, like the process for this podcast is way easier. And then I told myself I wasn't doing any, um, any visuals for this project, just because right now where I am in life, I love flow. I love ease and I'm not overextending myself, um, for anything that's not in alignment with where I am. And it's easier for me to record and y'all just hear me. Um, and I, I know I can be true to that. I know I can be real consistent with that. And so I um, was outside in my backyard and I went to take some, well, shoot some pictures for content, mainly for this podcast, for the cover art. But I was like, you know, I can use it for several different purposes, like on Instagram and everything like that. And I love nature. Um, Like when I meditate, I like to open my windows and look out and see the trees and stuff in my backyard, listen to the birds chirp. And I love, you know, going on picnics and sitting outdoors and doing things. So I was like, let me take my picture for my podcast in front of the trees and stuff that are in my backyard. So I did that. Sorry, I just was blowing out my Palo Santo. (laughs) So um, I did that and I was just feeling it. Like I was feeling it. As soon as the pictures was done, it was like, yo, this is exactly what the fuck it supposed to be like it was given everything it was supposed to give honey okay um and so I did that and then I began to just go ahead and prep for the podcast and I I knew it was like something that I needed to be doing because like all my angel numbers were like in reference to that well not all of them but a, you know a good amount and they resonated with me and it was just something that was just genuinely like every time I thought about relief and relatability I just would smile and I would just get this gushy feeling of like, oh, I can't wait to record. I just cannot wait to record. Like even this episode now, I could not wait to just sit here in my vibe and record this podcast episode Um, because I really genuinely feel like so many people will connect with this and it resonates um, with who it's supposed to resonate with. But overall, like it just felt right. And so I started to prepare um, the podcast on Anchor and everything. And I was just like, I didn't have a name for it. I was just, you know, going with the flow because I knew it would come. Like, I didn't want to stress out about it. I didn't want to think too hard on it. I just wanted to, like, you know, just let that shit ride. And I did it. And as I was typing up, um, like, I think it was the podcast description and everything, and I was just typing in the words like relief in relatability. And I was like, oh, no, I think I really like. Well, not oh, no, but honey, oh, no. <laughs> I really like the way that like sounds. And I was like, yeah, relief 
and relatability because I feel like they they're just they marry so well together. It's so much in those those two words. Like think about when you have a conversation with your homegirls or when you go to the hair salon and you get your hair done or you just have an organic ass conversation. And there is nothing more beautiful than that moment where you're talking to someone and like you like having like a oh shit moment like damn I'm not the only motherfucker on the island like you deal with that shit too or like you dealt with that and think about it. it's relief in relatability <laughs> it's relief in relatability and I was just like no that's what it is like you need your girlfriends you need that those conversations hell you need that with your spouse like even connecting that way because sometimes you know we be thinking we sharing shit with people and like sometimes you harboring that and carrying it by yourself and that's not like yeah that's for you but express that shit tell your story because you don't know who you're freeing in the midst of being vulnerable and being relatable and I I, I love like you know just being able to have conversation with people or be on Instagram and people in my stories like, oh my God, like I love seeing you do that because it helped me, blah, blah, blah. Like that is that is feels that feels good as fuck because I'm I'm living with intention. Like I'm not out here, you know, just going around doing shit aimlessly. <laughs> and um it just feel good. It feel good to live with intention. It feels good to be able to see my growth and my progress from where I was a year ago. Um and it's like, you know, sometimes we be so timid or so scared about doing what we need to do for us because we don't know what's on the other side of that. But one thing I know for sure, every obstacle or every opportunity that I face that scared the shit out of me, like on the other side of that, it's been so fucking beautiful. Like it's been amazing to experience. Like I was scared but I did this shit because I needed to do it for me or I needed to meet this goal that I set for myself. And then when you're on the other side, it's like, why was I even given attention to doubt? You know, but hey, fear is healthy. It helps you, um, but don't have it leave you stuck. And I just began to realize like the more I advocated and began to do things for me, um, liberation was there. And I had seen something on Instagram. I don't know when it was, but the post stuck out to me. And it was like, when you begin to like really enjoy you and really like love who you are, you could give a fuck less what anybody else got to say about it. And I'm telling you like, y'all, that shit is so true. I used to be in my head, well, you know, it's still in my head to an extent, but I'm way more aware and way more attention intentional now. And like, it's like, I don't give a fuck what you got to say about my body. I don't care what you got to say about if you feel like I'm too much. I don't give a fuck if you don't like what you're seeing right now, but you're absolutely going to respect, you know, what you're, where I am and what you're seeing. Because it's like, you don't know what I endured to get to this place to authentically love me. Like, fuck your thoughts. I got to silence my own goddamn thoughts. Like, <laughs> I got to get myself together. Um, so that's just where I am. And it's, it's, it's so, it's so, so, so beautiful. Like I, I love it here. Um, 
And I don't have, I'm, I also, y'all know I read, but I've been picking up reading a lot more lately um, just because I'm really enjoying it. And I told myself I wanted to be more involved with my hobbies. I wanted to do some things to just kind of explore me that allowed me to just be in the moment because we do need that. Like outside of titles and roles and what you do, you must stay connected to who you are. It is vital. Always come back home to yourself. Always, always check in with yourself because you have to take care of you. Okay. So I started reading and let me tell y'all this. So as we were packing up, from my mom-in-law's house, right? And I'm clearing out stuff in the closets and everything because I had already like um, decluttered a bunch of stuff. Like I had already taken a bunch of clothes to Goodwill that I didn't need. I was assessing where I was like, girl, this is your lifestyle. Are you really going to wear this shit? No, say goodbye. (laughs) And so we were moving and I was pulling some, it was this tote bag that I had when I was doing hair at Miss V's salon. Um, and we can we can get into my journey and all of that a little later. But if you know what I'm talking about, if you know Emery from that time, great. Um, but yeah, so I was, um, where was I at? So yeah, I was packing up a bunch of, I was unpacking a bunch of stuff to pack anyway. So I found a tote bag and this was a bag I would carry to work. And at that time, Ms. V, who was the owner of the salon that I worked in, um, she gave me like a bunch of books. Like she would give me books on cooking, books on like hair education. And then she would give me just like overall like books to just be reading for enjoyment. Um, so I found two books in there that so resonated with the space of life that I'm in right now. Like it was so divine. And as I'm looking at these books, I'm like, oh my God. Well, first, okay, let me, let me back it up real quick. Let me back it up. So the first book I knew from the title, I was like, oh, hell yes. This absolutely resonates with the space of life that I'm in right now. Um, And I was like, I'm going to get to this. I'm going to crack this bitch open. (laughs) I'm going to crack this bitch open. When we move and get settled. Um, and then the second book, like they they both have their own purpose, but baby, this second book, I, I misjudged it by the cover because I was like, I don't know what the hell this is. The book looked it it had an like a just more of a textured wear on it. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna have to like open this. You know how sometimes you gotta get a feel of a book before you can just make your assumption of it, baby. Okay. Cause I could not judge this book by its cover. Okay. <laughs> so she gave me two books. Well, she gave me a plethora of books, but these two particular books, I was like, okay, like I'm a ride out to these. And the one I'm going to share with you all, um, the title of it is what I know for sure. And it's by Oprah Winfrey. And I was like, okay, we're going to see what this is about. So I kind of would, um, And it's so crazy that I'm talking about it now um, because I don't realize how much healthy intention I put into things. And this is a moment for me to give myself gratitude and recognize like, girl, you are taking your steps, you know, don't beat yourself up and recognize your growth and how you're creating healthy thought patterns for yourself. So 
I will always grab the book because it's kind of small and I could drop it in my work bag. So normally, like if I have time in between a client or if someone cancels unexpectedly, I wanted to have that time to be able to read it. So I I never had the time. So when we went on vacation at the beginning of July, I was off for a week and I was like, let me take this book and I'm going to just, you know, finish it up. I honestly think I had started reading it before then. This book is so fucking amazing. Like when I say it truly speaks to my soul and had I, and I, as I'm reading, as I was reading a book, I'm not done with it. And this is what I know for sure by Oprah Winfrey. Um, When I would be reading the book, I would like think about where the space of life I was in when she first gave me the book. And I would have been like, bro, what the fuck is this lady talking about? (laughs) Or just like, I would have so have, I would have completely missed the message. I would have, you know, so this is why I truly feel, you know, and understand divine timing. You never miss what's for you. You have all you need. You are able to attract what you need. You can create the lifestyle you want based upon the healthy thoughts in your head. Because when I say that, like it was, it was just divine. like you can't do nothing with God in divine timing in the universe, honey. Like it's, it just like it, it truly was the perfect time. And in this book, Oprah is discussing um, just her life. Like I feel like I was able to to see a different side of this woman, and just she touches on authentically loving yourself, um, slowing down, and enjoying life for what it is. And it's so funny because. I'm going to give y'all like a dive into sometimes what takes place with me spiritually in a day. So we were on vacation in New Jersey. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw the stories I did around that and some content I put out on around that. So this was one particular day, like for two days straight, we had been in the pool and we were in the pool just vibing. I'm playing with Harley. And so the second day we were in, that was the longest, like we were in the pool. We were like out at the pool or in the pool for at least like four or five hours. So Dez was telling me he was going to go put Harley down for a nap and he was going to sneak off and take a nap himself. And I was just like, okay, that sounds good because I brought my book out to the pool and I had planned to read or still some time away to read anyway. So I'm laying out, reading my book, and of course, it, you know, it's speaking to me is definitely resonating with me. But there was a point, I can't remember what it was that I read specifically, but I do remember the feeling. Um, and I read something that truly resonated with me that kind of like just really hit home. And then <laughs> there was the song that came on. Uh I can't even think of the name right now, or maybe I can't think of it because the song might be for me. But anyway, this song tends to come up a lot when I'm having like aha moments or I'm getting downloads from God. And I take that song as like confirmation that I'm on the right path and everything. So I'm reading a book and I'm like, oh my God, that was so deep. And while we at the pool, somebody has their speaker playing and it's a, um, what's the song? Something's got, yeah. I'm, you know, I don't even know why I attempted to do that because I hear it in my head, but I cannot, for some reason, I can't release the words, but anyway, <laughs> I'm a glow. Okay. Y'all bear with me anyway. So I read the, the passage and the song comes on 
And I'm like, and this song is on one of my playlists. And it's like an old school, like sweet song or whatever. And I'm like, God, you doing this right now. And I had like, I really had no choice. Like it, it came over me and I just started like tearing up because those are those sweet, intimate moments of what your relationship with God looks like. And it just, even thinking about it right now, like I was so grateful for that because all of those things in that moment served as confirmation for me. Um, Me taking that time I needed for myself, me genuinely slowing down overall in life, assessing what's important to me and what's not. And, you know, creating intention of intention based around those things. And I absolutely feel that that's made me more efficient as a purpose is as a person, excuse me, it's easier to weed out what is for me and what is not for me because I'm slowed down enough to receive those messages and to be reading that book. And that one song to play that always takes me back to a place of like, cause when I first heard the song, I was in a feel good moment like doing something that I knew I organically needed to be doing for myself and the people around me. And one particular person who was at me with me at this time was like, oh my God, that song. And I was like, yeah. So she was like, can you play it again in the car? And I was like, okay, I'm playing it in the car. And I just added it to my playlist. And it was so funny that after that moment, anytime I hear that song, it is at the divine time. So back on course here. After reading that passage that I read in that book and I heard that song, I had no choice but to cry because I'm not saying everything is peachy cream. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying like when you are living life and you are just sometimes like wanting to make sure you're doing things right, that healing is not linear. Like you're going to have some days that it's just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Okay. (laughs) Um, And you're going to have some days of self-doubt or like moments of self-doubt. And I just so needed that pick me up then. I just so needed it. And God just like rained down on me in that moment. And I'm forever in gratitude for that. So like now every time I hear that song, I just kind of close my eyes and, you know, take a few deep breaths and survey and take in the moment and appreciate life for what it is. Because although we go through things, you all, life is so beautiful. And where I am right now, it it took me, you know, just having, it just took me growing and realizing what is important to me. And I'm grateful that I'm so slowed, not, not so slowed down, honey. I'm not out here moving like the tortoise. Okay. But I'm slowed down enough to where if something isn't going as planned, or if some if I'm having more friction with something, instead of trying to just do and fix the situation, I can ask myself, hey, how is this serving me? Is there something I need to be learning from this right now? Um, I don't really have an answer for that. Let me just pause. Let me process that a little deeper. And and doing those things is it's just like perfect harmony. Like it just makes more sense. Do I still like be being hard-headed when God tell me like stuff I need to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We are human out this bitch, but like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't happen overnight, but again, I've, I'm just recognizing so much progress that I'm making and how 
paying attention to what is serving me, what is affecting me, um, has really, it has truly benefited me. And I'm noticing that it's benefited the people around me or those who are connected to me. So in other words, to my good folks who are listening to this, do what the fuck you need to do for yourself because there are people, places, and things attached to you. And, you know, your story and what you go through is connected to someone else's process. And that's where vulnerability comes in. That's where transparency comes in. And remember, you're never alone in spite of what you're going through. You're never on an island by yourself. And, you know, when you begin to do what you need to do for yourself, when you begin to love yourself authentically through and through, there's nothing that no person on this earth can say to you to shake you and have you disbelieve what you know wholeheartedly to be true within yourself and within your soul. So um, I'm probably about to just go ahead and log off off this B, but... I just want to say thank you to each and every person who has listened to this podcast episode. Um, thank you for, you know, still riding and supporting with Emery. And I just want to let you know, like, I thought it felt good to record <laughs> free game with Emery Nicole. Baby, nothing compares to sitting on the other side of this mic and being authentically me and, you know, sharing my light and vibrating high for you all. And so you can receive what you need to receive that helps you. Like, this is my honor. Like, this feels like such a safe place. It feels so good. I had my polysanto burning. I pray I'm saying that right. If y'all hear, I might've, I might have it right by the next episode, but Palo Santo. Yes. Um, have that burning. Sometimes I'll interchange. I might have my sage. I got my candle burning. Like, honey, if you know Emery, you know I'm going to create an experience and a vibe. And that is what the fuck it is over here. I have just had to create a session for me so I can organically flow so y'all can receive this this bomb-ass episode and message. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get into some stuff a little later with a few episodes. And I definitely want to allow you all to either um, drop in feedback because there is a feature on Anchor where I can uh, basically put a link at the epi- at the end of, or in the bio of the episode or share the link and you all can ask me some questions or give me some feedback on things that you want me to talk about. Um, again, this is just something laid back. Like you can listen to this shit as you're driving, cleaning your house, whatever. We just nice laid back con- everyday conversation um, and yeah, and just sharing everything, well, not everything, but you know, things that I feel like are shareable, um, just about what I'm learning, what's current, what the fuck going on, you know, all of that. So I'm going to wrap this up. You all be safe, you know, especially cause we still in this whole panorama, panini, Panasonic, Panda Express. Okay. <laughs> so, um, take care of yourselves, speak gently to yourselves. Um, have some general awareness. Like, I, yeah, I'm, let me see what I'm, I'm gonna just flow with what I'm feeling right now. And before we log off, cause I know I've been saying that for the past minute or so, I want to read a page out of this book for you all. So you can kind of take and do what you may 
with it and receive it because it's so beautiful. So I'm going to do that for you. Okay, so I'm going to read a quick little excerpt from um, this page that I'm on here. So it says, and again, this is what I know for sure about Oprah Winfrey. So it says, a miracle is the chance to roll in the grass with all of my dogs and enjoy a full Sunday stretched before me with no obligations, no plans, and no place to be. It's the chance to come back to myself after a week of going, 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 and have time to finally just be alone, to meditate on a log cabin porch, leaves rustling like water, newborn geese in the pond with their mother teaching them to swim, to feel the joy of this glorious life and have the chance to live it as a free woman. If I know nothing else for sure, I know that the big miracles we're waiting on are happening right in front of us at every moment with every breath. Open your eyes and your heart and you'll begin to see them. All right, y'all, I'm out. Have an amazing week. I love you. Be tapped into yourselves. Be checking onto yourself. Be checking into yourselves and do what best serves you so you can show up at your best. All right. Blessings, peace, light, and prosperity. Adios.